Welcome to an Aries and Pisces walk into a coffee shop, the podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Bridget, she, her. And I'm Tiffany, she, her. This is a podcast where two friends let go of perfectionism and talk unedited. Um, I like, I like your shirt a lot. It's giving me Beetlejuice vibes and I was going to say that to you and then I forgot, but now I remember. Thank you. That's why I bought it. Oh, <laughs> years ago I was like, well, what's been happening? I love October. I love Halloween. I am not good at a deadline. I struggle so hard with coming up with a costume in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. And so for the last handful of years pre-pandemic, what I had started doing is like, what clothes can I buy and make into a costume? Because Mm -hmm. then I was like, I would rewear the clothes and I didn't feel like a waste. And it also was easier somehow to like throw together a costume. Mm -hmm. And if I thought about it that way. And so, uh, the last yeah it was 2019 had to have been yeah 2019 I was like I'm gonna do a Beetlejuice costume because I had that green hair at the time Mm -hmm. and I was like I have green hair this is perfect and uh my costume was basically just makeup but I was just like what outfit can I buy that I'll wear again that has Beetlejuice vibes and I found this shirt and I was like exactly what I wanted and then I just like bought oh that's when I got my ripped up pair of jeans Mm Because I never bought distressed jeans before, but I was, like, curious about it. Uh And I found this black pair that was, like, super distressed. And I was just, like, I normally wouldn't buy these. But, like, Beetle just crawled out of the ground. I feel like this is the vibe. And so, yeah, I just wore jeans in this shirt and then painted my face and, like, glued moss on me. Like, Beetlejuice (laughs) with my green bob. And I was just, like, done. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I was just uh talking to Luke on Sunday I think it was uh, about mm-hmm. how much I miss like Halloween and having Halloween parties to go yeah. to and Halloween things to do and we haven't done that in such a long time and and I miss it yeah I always really love that time and unfortunately my October was mostly spent horizontal feeling under the weather so um I added in just binge watching horror movies, which I think we talked about. Mm -hmm. And I just had that thought because there was a couple of things I was going to go to and I was going to like dress up to go to them. Not necessarily like in a full costume, but like I have bits and bobs around that I can like make something and like I like makeup so I can transform. And then I was sick. So I like had to cancel a bunch of things that I was Mm -hmm. planning on going to and like dressed up and I was just like well that's just this year I guess that's what that's what this autumn's gonna be like and I'm trying Mm -hmm. to be okay with it um but it's sad for me that is sad I was that was sad for you as well uh bits and bobs just have me cracking up internally I don't know why (laughs) bits and bobs uh and you said what you've been doing like this 
October and I was like, well, wait a second. But then I realized like, oh my God, we are at the end of October already. That's what happened like, to me yesterday. I, what? That's but why I, just, I know that. Uh, I ate, I'm like, what did I do this? What did I do this October? I ate way too many candy corn. Oh, well, I mean, that's yeah, if you I like candy corn, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Is in October, is eat too many of them. Uh, but it's just a, <laughs> I was going to say like a perilous relationship. Perilous is not the right word. I eat too many of them and then I feel sick, but then I eat. keep wanting to eat more and then mm -hmm. I just feel worse than when I began. Yeah. I luckily never really cared for candy corn, so it doesn't hurt me like that. <laughs> it hurts me like that. And I think I'm having a memory that, don't they have candy corn that's different flavors now? Am I remembering that correctly? Oh, I have no idea. I wonder if I'm making that up. Like they might have some that have that green color in them. Or maybe like a chocolate. Maybe. I just... I don't have a clear memory, but I have this weird feeling that there was a time where I had candy corn that was very suspicious because it was like weird flavors. Like, you know, those like weird jelly beans. Yes. Where they're like crazy yeah. flavors. I feel like there was a candy corn version of that. Mm. If there was, I would not be interested in it because you need the classic. It, yes. For me, it's, it's candy corn and I don't want anything candy corn flavored. I don't want the candy corn in something. Well, you need I the texture. It is just, yeah, it's just right? the straight fucking candy corn. I'm also this way about Nutella, but I have mm. a, I, an unhealthy relationship with Nutella that, that leads over kind of blends in with like candy corn and Oreos. But the oh, Nutella, like, I don't want, I don't want a Nutella flavored thing. I don't want a Nutella coffee. I don't want a Nutella dessert. I want the giant jar of it and the biggest spoon I've got. And I want to eat it until I'm sick. And I want that. I don't that? want that. I don't want that. But, but you do. <laughs> a part of you really does. <laughs> but the more logical, hey, we have a whole body we have to take care of part that knows it makes you feel bad yeah doesn't yeah. you know this makes a lot of sense to me and it makes me think of <laughs> I'm gonna tell on myself again so you know how um I strongly suspect there's some ADHD stuff going on and then I talk myself out of it all the time uh -huh. one of the things that I used to use very consistently to be like yeah but I don't have it because this was the a lot of the people I talked to um, in the media that I saw people sharing their experiences talked about like comfort foods as like a hyper fixation where it's like, mm -hmm. I have to have this thing. That's just what it needs to be or else. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't have that. Like, I'm not a picky eater. I'll eat whatever. Like, I don't have like fixations. And then the seed was planted. And over time, I was like, yeah, bitch, you do. <laughs> you have so many. And what kind of like really like opened my eyes to it is I was talking to my sister, who I also strongly suspect has some of uh, the similar things that I do. Yay, families, genetics. <laughs> and her daughter was making fun of her being like, oh, mom has to eat da 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 every single morning. 
and my sister's just like yeah and like what's going on about like what like she can't do a day if she doesn't have like her comfort hyperfixation food and mm-hmm. it's like a very specific brand it's a very specific thing that she does and as she was talking i started getting this like tingle where i'm like oh you're like that now there are days where i don't have to it's not quite mm-hmm. as strong but she has a lot of more day-to-day stress so it mm-hmm. makes sense that it's a little bit more pronounced but i was like i do have those and one of my that I kind of forgot about Oreos. I'd, I'd eat them until, cause like, bef- like a lot of my comfort and fixation things didn't make me sick or it wasn't like mm-hmm. a detriment in any way. And I wasn't overly stressed about it. So it didn't occur to me. And then like, I remembered I could go through so many Oreos so fast. And why I forgot is cause I stopped buying them so frequently. Cause I was like, if they are here, <laughs> then I'm going to make myself sick on them. And then one time I bought these Madeline, do you know Madeline cookies? It sounds familiar, but I, does it have chocolate? They can, but they're, um, they're a French, um, soft cookie and yeah, they're like a shell shaped, but oval, but they have like grooves in them. So they kind of like puff up in the middle and they look like seashells a little bit, but they're long. Um, and they're, they don't have like a strong flavor, but the texture is incredible. And it's like very like chewy and like buttery cause French and sometimes they dip them in chocolate. And mm-hmm. so, um, those, and then there's a different version where it's like the same type of cookie mix, but then they put a brownie on the bottom and cook them together. And I can't keep those in the house. They're the same thing as the Oreos. If they are here, (laughs) I just, like, I can't, (laughs) it's all I think about all day. Yeah. Like, I will think about it all day about eating one. Yeah. And then I'll be, when I go to eat one, I'm like, well, I'm going to have two. And then sometimes I eat three. And if I really, I want to eat five, but they're like dense. Like, you do not need five. And there's so much sugar. Mm. Anyway, and I'm the same way with Oreos. Yeah, same. The candy corn that I had. So a few years ago, Target carried this organic brand of candy and Mm -hmm. they had the candy corn and it was a big bag of little individual bags. Mm. And at first I was like, oh, I don't want this. Like, I don't need like individual wrappers. That's a lot of extra waste, but I really wanted the organic candy corn. So I got Mm -hmm. it. And then I realized oh, this is actually how I should be presented with all snacks of this nature. Oh, because it just does it's it just, for you. Right, it's in the little <gasps> pack. And if I can somehow <sighs> just be like one pack, then I'm kind of okay. It's easier to do. Yeah, but this time around, I did for myself, I put the bag of candy corn in the cupboard behind all of my other stuff so I could not see it Ooh, and so that was very that was somewhat helpful (laughs) well that sounds like what I just recently did with some social media apps where I'm just like maybe we just don't have them on the screen that opens right away yeah yeah similar thing it doesn't stop me from then going to go look at it Mm-hmm. all the time but I definitely am doing it less compulsively because it's a lot more steps yeah I did that so, with myself 
with Instagram. I removed it from my screen. So the only way I can get to it is scrolling all the way to my right hand screen where all the apps are. And then I have to pull the thing down and then I have to type it mm. in because I went into the settings so that it won't ever show up. If I just like do a search on my phone, it won't like, I literally, that's the only way I can get to it Oh, because I had removed it from my, my home screen. However, I could always just drag down and type it in the search bar and it's just right there. Our and brains was, are smart. It was in my like. <laughs> recently used apps so yeah mm -hmm. I took all of those privileges for it away <laughs> and so it's a pain in the ass to go get into it and I close out of it every time I'm done so that I have mm. to go back that way to get it but yeah that's what I tried to do with the candy corn and it helped um it helped but I you know would have a I pour a handful of it and I put it in my pocket straight like napoleon dynamite like oh with the gosh. tots vibes i just have a pocket <laughs> full of candy corn <laughs> and then i uh and then i found myself panicking the one day because i was thinking well oh my god what if i forget a candy corn in my pocket and i wash this oh, and then the candy sure. corn goes to the wash and then it's all a big mess and i'm like what a fucking problem to be worrying about mm-hmm yeah, this sounds relatable. <laughs> Why are we like this? Why? <laughs> Why are we like this? And then the other day I realized I was almost all the way through the bag of candy corn. Mm -hmm. And I was realizing that I wasn't even, it wasn't even like, oh, I really want candy corn. I really want to eat it. It was just like, it's here and I'm going to eat it because it's here. Mm -hmm. And so I... I dumped it in the trash. I can't just throw. I can't just throw something away. If I throw a bag of candy corn away, there's this likely that I'll go in there and get it because mm -hmm. it's still contained within the bag. Yeah. So I have oh. to dump the thing out, and I dumped it out because mm -hmm. I was like, "This isn't serving me anymore." I ate almost the whole entire bag, but I you was proud of myself. <laughs> Yeah, that's huge. And you read my mind because I was about to ask you about this fine line thing that I've been thinking about where, okay, eating it until you are sick, obviously not great because then you feel sick. There's like a negative consequence. And then I was trying to find for my own self like this in between of allowing myself to have that joy guilt-free. And mm -hmm. also not making myself sick. Mm -hmm. And then I was realizing basically what you said, where there were times where I had been thinking about eating it all day and then I did it and it didn't do anything because I wasn't like really consuming it mindfully. It was just kind of, well, mindless, I guess, of just, I don't know if compulsion's the right word, mm. but it felt like empty somehow and then what I had been trying to do I don't know how you could do this with candy corn I'm not sure but for me like the Madeline cookie thing sometimes I still buy them and basically the rule is I don't multitask when I'm eating them mm -hmm. so like I'm not watching something or working or reading when I'm having that snack it's like my mindfulness snack where I mm -hmm. like sit down with it and like really think about what I'm doing 
so that I can let myself enjoy things. Yes. And um, that's very on the forefront of my mind because I don't know if you listened to the new episode of We Can Do Hard Things Yet. Have you with Martha Beck about no. Amanda? Hmm. Um, so Martha Beck has been on that podcast a couple of times before. Um, and I think one of the episodes was about joy. And this episode, she dives deep with Amanda and basically does like a therapy session in pod Mm -hmm. um, with Amanda because she cannot relax, doesn't allow herself any breaks to be silly or playful. It's just work, 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 go, go, go. And she wants everyone else around her to be the same way. Mm -hmm. So she's like doing that to herself and then getting resentful when other people aren't also doing that. So that's what they were working on. And a lot of it was around like parts work and asking yourself a lot of questions about like, how is that serving you or not serving you? And like getting out of your logical brain and more into your body and emotional stuff. And so I was thinking about that. And well, I have been thinking about all of that a lot. And so it was really nice to like listen to someone else's process and kind of come up with a bunch of different ways to think about it. Cause I also get stuck in like language logical things. And what I'm realizing is that's so great and so frustrating because it doesn't help you change or feel different. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like logically I can hide the Instagram app I can logically limit how much of that sugar I'm ingesting at one time so I don't make myself sick. And yet it's just still kind of hollow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to put that episode on my queue to listen to. And yeah, I really like the mindful eating. That's something Mm. that I've been working with for a long time now, where that is a rule of mine that I don't eat if I'm doing something else. And I have like some exceptions to that. Like sometimes breakfast is hard for me to eat, Mm -hmm. but I know that I need to eat it. Otherwise I'm going to pass out. So, so I do allow myself to bring that up here and have it on my desk so that I can bite it while I'm doing something. Otherwise I might not be able to eat, actually eat it. Yeah. But uh, with everything else, I try to do that because I, there, there was one point in college that I remembered sitting at my desk in my room, in my apartment and just like scarfing down lunch while I was doing something else. And I don't remember why I had this thought or why that's when I realized it. But I do remember that moment of like, this isn't good for me. Like this Mm -hmm. isn't. And, um, and I'm not saying that I have practiced it since then, but I do remember that being like a moment where I really realized it. Sure. But I don't think that I was really more mindfully paying attention to it until like more recently and but with that candy corn I think I would let it slide sometimes Mm -hmm. because I I, 
like all the logical stuff in my brain, right, of saying, you can eat this amount of candy corn and still feel pretty okay. Yeah. And, but then something about me is like, well, I don't want to stop. I want more Mm -hmm. and I want to keep going. And so then I would have a third handful. And at that point it was the, the third handful while I'm doing something else. Yeah. Yeah. This is Oreos for me. Yeah. And so, and (laughs) third handful of Oreos. (laughs) Yeah. And another thing that I practiced was putting, putting food into containers that I like to eat them out of. So Mm -hmm. chips, for example, if I'm going to have chips as a snack, I'm going to put them in a bowl. I'm not eating Mm. them straight out of the bag because then I can only eat what's in the bowl. And I don't often eat something and watch like media or from our last episode. I don't watch (laughs) a lot of things, uh, but when I do, I like to be very mindful. I like to be watching it. If I'm watching the thing, I'm, I'm watching the thing. But if there was like, for example, if I was really hungry and wanted a snack, I would put it in a bowl. So I knew how much I was eating, even though I wasn't paying attention to it. Yeah. So you're not mindlessly eating something and then feeling sick and not even like, cause that's always like the problem for me is that I think a lot of my body signals are so delayed that when I'm like, oh, I'm sick, I'm like real sick. Mm. Because I think like all of like the subtle cues leading up to are just like not registering. And I mean, the same with like forgetting to eat. Like by the time I'd remember to eat, it was because I was in dire straits on the verge of like wooziness or Mm -hmm. just like, and a lot of times now in hindsight, I'm able to figure out like panic. Because like I would, I wouldn't notice I was feeling sick until my body started feeling anxious about it. And then I just thought I was an, like, it was just anxiety, just anxiety. And then I had to realize, oh, that was also like my emergency light. (laughs) Just like, hey, you haven't eaten in uh, a reasonable time frame. You're feeling sick. And it just took me so long. And like, the same thing with like indulging in something that too much sugar ooh, or caffeine. I used to be bad about caffeine too, where all the subtle cues I would like skip over until I was like deep in the racing heart sweating. And I'm just like, oh, I overdid it. Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> Again. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, that's, that's really interesting to me to hear to hear you talk about it like that because with mine I get lightheaded pretty easily and that's been a problem for me as long as I can remember Mm -hmm. and so I have anxiety around making sure that I eat often and always making sure that I have food with me or readily available because I am afraid of feeling lightheaded and passing out and I do try to like do that and so but then sometimes it's hard for me to eat Mm -hmm. and then sometimes I'm like well I feel like I have eaten and I've eaten enough and I've eaten at the right at at the at the right intervals Why, why am I feeling like this 
And oh, mm-hmm. I well, because bodies aren't machines. <laughs> <laughs> I had to learn. And so I, sometimes uh, I need different things on different days. It's an oh, adventure. Gosh. Um, uh huh. Yeah. And another thing that I realized a, a few years ago now was that sometimes when I'm feeling lightheaded, I'm. It's not necessarily because I need food. It's maybe mm-hmm. because of anxiety or fear. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. was really interesting to me. And so sometimes I'm very confused about what I need and when. Uh-huh. And that's hard. It is. And it's so funny that it sounds like we had very similar things, but kind of opposite. So because mm-hmm. lightheadedness, wooziness, just like generally feeling out of sorts often was a symptom of both not having eaten enough or eaten too much of something like sugar or caffeine and also being anxious about something. And I grew up assuming it was my anxiety all the time. Mm. And it took me an embarrassingly long time to be like, maybe this is physical sometimes. (laughs) But it really... I just always assumed every time it happened, it was like my anxiety out of control and I had no recourse. Like I was just like, well, I guess this is just how I live. And then I mean, I was fully adult. I think when I figured out sometimes you just need to have a snack at a regular time before you get to that point. And then that point never happens. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you did it where you're like, oh, I just need to have snacks all the time and then I'll be okay because this physical thing will be taken care of. Not realizing that anxiety could also Right, because I'm like, why is it still why is it still happening? Like I I'm <laughs> having a body is a trick. <laughs> oh it is. It is. Goodness gracious. Yeah, and this is I, I don't know if it feels particularly timely because recently I've been struggling a lot with what I'm saying is regulating my blood sugar, but I don't know. I've been feeling mm-hmm. lightheaded a lot lately and it's been really challenging. And I did almost actually pass out on Sunday night, which mm-hmm. was not great. But uh, my first thing was like, get me food. I don't know what else to do. I'm going to drink juice. Like I don't, and then I just stuffed myself with food and hoped that I would feel better. I did feel better eventually, but then it was right before bedtime and I typically don't eat after dinner. Mm. And so then I had just like stuffed myself with food and had to go right to bed. And like, then that felt awful to me. Yeah. It's so confusing having a body because <laughs> there's no right answer. So for example, <laughs> A lot of studies say that you shouldn't eat right before bed because Mm -hmm. it disrupts you going to sleep and like Mm -hmm. getting a good night's rest. But then I was having a big struggle for a while in the morning of feeling deathly ill. Just like I would wake up feeling nauseous and woozy and just weird and like so sick that I couldn't eat, but I had Mm -hmm. to eat. And then it was a whole thing. And I was talking to my acupuncturist about it. And she's like, I think you should snack before bed. This might be like a blood sugar thing where you've gone so long without eating that when you wake up, your body's in a crisis mode, which makes it hard to get the nutrients you need. She's like, 
try snacking before bed. I'll be damned if that didn't work. I like ever since I started snacking before bed and granted it's not stuffing yourself with food. It's not Mm -hmm. a full meal, but like everything says like, don't eat before bed. And I always had trouble going to bed. So I was like, okay, well I won't. And (laughs) making my mornings miserable. Mm. And like, yeah, I started snacking right before bed and don't get me wrong. I'm not a morning person, but it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. Mm -hmm. Having a body's heart and there are no right answers. There are no right answers. Do you want to hear something? (laughs) I, I used to snack in the evenings and at some point, and I think that I had that same kind of thought that because Mm -hmm. in the morning when I wake up, it is like, I need to put nutrition in my body pretty soon after I wake up. I can't really do much. Otherwise I'm feeling, I'm feeling sick and nauseous, but right. I don't, I can't eat. I can't Mm -hmm. eat like chew a meal. Mm-hmm. And that's where my smoothies came into play. Right. That I was like, oh, well, I need something mm-hmm. to at least tide me over to the point where I can eat a thing. Yeah. And so that's where that came in. But I had also thought that like, oh, well, I do need to eat in the evening and then it won't be as bad in the morning. And I was working with a a naturopathic doctor at the time and he was suggesting to eat like a snack before bed mm-hmm. a health a healthy snack right yeah like, not a fucking bag of candy corn um <laughs> <laughs> so i was doing that but then i found that in the mornings i felt yeah. worse i felt even worse like even more oh. like i was gonna pass out like even more off balance and so I decided to stop eating after dinner entirely. I don't, this happened over a big period of time right? to where, to what I do now. But I found that if I don't eat after dinner and I eat dinner probably around like six-ish, let's mm-hmm. say, six-ish. I go to bed around 10-ish. I get up around 7.15. And that is... Like I feel better in the mornings when I don't eat before bed for some reason. And I don't know if it's that thing that people talk about this like intermittent fasting. Oh, I don't um, know anything about, well, I, don't, I, I know what you're saying. I've never looked into it to know a thing about it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know much about it, but when I was thinking about it, I was like, well, kind of, if I don't eat from like six to seven, that's like 11 hours right that's mm-hmm. almost or that's more than that seven to seven would be 12 all right so it's there's 12 hours where i'm not eating ish yeah and um i was like i couldn't i couldn't do that during the day and i have no desire to but i think that for some reason it works really well for me overnight mm-hmm for whatever reason i don't fucking know it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to my brain Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming someone with some kind of knowledge would be able to make an argument for why that works. But that's why having a body is hard because not every body is the same. Mm -hmm. So what, like that works great for you, but someone else could try that and it just be a a terrible time. Mm -hmm. Like Luke doesn't eat until lunchtime. That is wild to me. That's a panic attack. Yeah, he does. He does eat. He eats snacks. He's usually like eating snacks when I'm going to bed. 
but then he doesn't go to bed till like 12 between 12 and 2 and he gets up at the yeah. same time as me but then he doesn't eat until lunch and he likes it that way hmm i, think I would I'd... die i would keel over and die I don't think I would be good at that. And you know what part of it is? Because I really, really love the ritual of having a tea or a coffee in the morning. Oh, he does that. He has coffee. Well, but... this is my problem. If I do that without actual food, yeah, panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't have, I can't just have caffeine. Yeah. And it took me a long time to figure that out too. But I have to eat something more substantial than a snack before my caffeine. Otherwise, I get real sick. Um, not always panic attack, but like those levels of like, oh, like something bad. It's, a, it's either a panic attack or like the dread leading right up to one. And so um, I hate eating in the mornings, but I have had to figure out a system that works so that I can get food in at a decently early time so I can get to my comfort ritual, which I know I could technically have something non-caffeinated, but it just doesn't hit the same. Because, <laughs> like, I like herbal teas, but, like, there's something about, like, a black tea or, like, I've tried to do the tea decaf coffee, and that helps some. Well, hello, a visitor. Hi, um, Ingrid. But yeah, even then, I don't know if it's like the acidity of, oh, we don't, so sorry. She didn't want to be touched like that. <laughs> she just, all her limbs started going everywhere. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I wanted to be involved, but like not in the way that you're doing it. <laughs> I'm going to sit down. She's being very bizarre and like maniacally licking my velvet pants. Okay very strange behavior is that nice <laughs> what color are your velvet pants um they're kind of like a, a mauve i was gonna say are they purple um close yeah okay <laughs> was that your psychic hit I don't know. I was going to ask if she was licking your purple velvet pants. And I said in my brain to myself, that makes sense that she would want to do that. Oh, for some reason. That? You're understood. She's been a very good familiar for me the last couple of weeks while I've been not doing so hot, mm -hmm. like constantly in my face and on my body and purring up a storm. It's been so good. Good. Zero does that. And we call him Nurse Lovey. Like oh, he'll snug. Sweet. Like if I'm sick and laying in bed, I call him Nurse Lovey. Oh, <laughs> he's so good. So pure. I wonder if cats think it's hard to have a body or if they're fine being incarnated. Hmm. I don't know. Can you tell me? I just watched a YouTube video <clears throat> that this cat, they've been training this cat with those um, things with the buttons that say mm. different words. Mm -hmm. And the particular video that YouTube fed me was sure. that the cat said something, uh, I don't know if they called it like alarming or whatever, but I guess that the cat had had a procedure done for his mouth, something. And at this point, he shouldn't have any pain. He should be all like done. But he did the buttons that said, like, ouch and head. 
and he was like gonna take him back to the vet because like oh this shouldn't be bothering him but then I was like just the thought of that this man is communicating with his cat and the cat like knows what buttons to push and what means I'm blown away I'm like how much are Mm -hmm. can they not communicate with us because we haven't figured it out right Mm -hmm. or like what are you thinking about what might be um capable or just like what would they be telling us Uh, where's your brain go probably both but one of my biggest things is that I can't stand if an animal's hurt Mm-hmm. and they're especially because so they not... can't they can't tell you right like they can't and they really can't tell you like what's going on so especially with all of the problems that we've had with Chloe or yeah. and the, like the stresses and I just wish that she could just tell me right because it's always like the and especially like animals it's like you have to like there's a lot of guesswork because of behavioral clues or um, there's so many types of animals that instinctually they hide not feeling well mm-hmm. or being injured, um, which makes good sense if you're in the wild, like you don't want to appear mm-hmm. weak. Um, but even like, what was my example that just flew out of my head? I'm looking at Ingrid, it had to do with her. Oh, when we lived in that um, ranch-style apartment, um, she was so stressed out about the visiting cat that used to hang out on the patio that I never saw. Mm. But she was, like, causing such chaos at that Mm. window. And I just couldn't figure out, like, what her deal was. She was just knocking stuff over and peeing on the floor. And, like, she busted through the screen once. It was just maniacal behavior and I could not figure it out for the longest time and here I found out this neighborhood cat was hanging out out there and she mm-hmm. was upset about it mm-hmm. <laughs> like we went months not understanding like each other and I'm like we if she would have been able to just be like look there's this ruffian out there and I'm <laughs> real upset about it yeah <laughs> it's so much less heartache yeah Huh, you hated that cat. Not a fan. Chloe hates all cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Chloe. Poor Lovey. Uh, yeah. Poor <laughs> Lovey. Oh, it's so rough. It is rough. Um, you were telling me about how you don't like decaf or non-caffeinated teas and uh, before this cat um segue and that made me uh not sad but like also I used to be the person drinking like way too much caffeine and having health problems to now I can't even drink a full cup of decaf coffee that's like and I get and I get the and I still I get I'm like that's too much caffeine yeah the decaf still has caffeine which is why I don't know sometimes I think about switching to it um and it's not that I don't like decaf. What it is, is that I like choices. Mm. So I like coffee so much that I like mm. the different types of blends. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And decaf, it's like decaf. This right. is it. Decaf, and decaf. there's two yeah. brands. <laughs> there's two brands, and right. they're just decaf. And so there's no flavor notes. It's just coffee, which is fine. But like when I buy coffee, I'm like looking for the flavor notes and I'm like, yeah. ooh, dried fig. Like, yeah, I want that. But I also want this one that says bright and floral. I want that for a different day. Mm-hmm. And like decaf ones don't come with flavor notes like that. I know. And then herbal teas. I love herbal teas, but not in the morning. I want something. I want like a black tea. Mm-hmm. And the same like thing a with the fucking chai. Yeah. Or like an Earl Grey or yeah, like if I'm going to do like my, you know, herbal blends and my peppermint and stuff, like it's after a meal, it's later at night. Like it's just a different thing. It's a different ritual. (laughs) I feel ya. I feel ya. I've been on the hunt for a, an herbal chai because I just Mm. can't live without chai. And I also apparently can't live with caffeine so yeah I did find one that is really good that I really like but I think I did the thing where I drank myself enough of it oh. I don't I don't want it anymore gotcha because that'll yeah. happen to me I'll have I'll have the same thing for a length of time and I will fucking love it and then, and then it's the, done. And then the next day I'm like, I, well, how did I drink this for three years straight? There's so many TikToks about that phenomenon. <laughs> I can't remember what someone was calling it, though, where, yeah, it was like giving your brain like the hit of the happy mm-hmm. chemicals. And then it just like stops working. And you're like, well, now I have to find something else. <laughs> Yeah, and it's fucking impossible with breakfast food. I've had this like so much. I used to eat overnight oats. Oh, yeah. I All remember because you got me turned on to those. I did that for a long time, too. I can't fucking stand them anymore. And I've tried oh, to no. introduce them back in just occasionally. Yeah. But I just can't. There there was one time where I was making this, like, apple crumble oat bake thing mm. for breakfast. And then I was also making my own yogurt. Oh, right. And I would I have those together. That. And I had that forever, for forever, and mm-hmm. now I just fucking can't. Oh, and no. now I'm I'm in I'm in a like oh my god what's next for breakfast phase and yeah uh, it's hard to it's hard to choose because then for a while I was on bagels and cream cheese mm. for mm-hmm. years and then that shifted into like toast and cream cheese and now it's shifted into toast and almond butter but it's just not it's not doing it. Yeah, it's fine, but it's not giving it's you the same happy feels. But yeah. I, yeah. So I, I don't know what's next. <laughs> I don't know what's next. It's just a forever exploration of how to take care of this thing. I'm trying to be happier about it. The being incarnated bit. Hmm. Um. And I'm finding it hard to do that. I think it's just frustration. Because I've just been, oh, well, it's that cycle of being like, oh, I'm tired and exhausted. And so I'm irritable and frustrated. And so then like 
trying to find things about having a body to be happy about, even though there is a lot, has just mm-hmm. been harder to mm-hmm. access lately. And I think a big part of that is I've been looking forward to October all year, and now it's here, and I've just been having the mm-hmm. real, real rough time. <laughs> and so it feels like a letdown where I was like all year being like, it's okay, October's coming. Um, and then October came, and then I didn't get to it. Oh, wow. Oh, that hit me real I hard. <laughs> I heard God. Oh, I didn't know how true that was. Um, oh, okay. My mood is making a lot more sense. Yeah, I've been looking forward to October all year thinking I'll feel better when October's here, and then I felt worse. And I was like, the fuck? Well, now what? <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. And I'm saying that looking out my window at these beautiful honey locust trees that are turning yellow, and I have a vivid memory of telling you, I can't wait till the honey locust trees turn yellow. Mm -hmm. And I just today realized that they have been turning yellow, and I missed it because I was, like, so in a fog. I mean, I'm figuring it out now. I'm enjoying Mm -hmm. it now. But it also made me kind of sad where I was like, I've been looking forward to that since I moved here. So for months, being excited. And then like, I remember noticing the first time I saw a couple of yellow leaves. And then there was like, I've just been in such a fog for the last couple of weeks that I just like missed the brilliance happen and just like Mm -hmm. realized. Man, time is weird. Time is weird. Welcome to it, though. Maybe it wasn't October that you needed. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of my... Mm, I'm forever trying to find the, the balance between putting things in the future to look forward to mm-hmm. and then not being devastated when they don't happen or don't <laughs> work out exactly the way I had yes. hoped. Yes. And that is a struggle for me because looking to the future is often anxiety producing. So I've been working so hard at being excited about the future. But then I set myself up like this, where I'm like getting through all of this time being like, well, October will be it. And then when October's not, I really flounder. Mm. And I'm like, well, this was what it was supposed to <laughs> be culminating to. And like, this was supposed to get me through all of winter. Well, now what? Like, I put a lot of pressure on things. Um, yeah. So finding I, the balance. I'm hearing that. I'm hearing that. Between them. Yeah. Is that's difficult. Uh, that's also what I'm working on, is learning how to look forward to things. And, uh, yeah, it's practice. Yeah. It sure is. Like anything. Just a forever practice. I think I'm going through another round of surrendering to the idea that it's all a practice and a process forever. I think mm-hmm. I got stuck in the hoping for a destination where I'm yeah. just like healed and feeling better. And um, I'm going through another round of grief <laughs> that that's not how life works. Uh-huh. And uh, it's been a time. Yeah, it's been a time to have to go through. An- Another go around with that uh-huh. on, on the spiral. <laughs> yep. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, 
here we go. <laughs> Have you ever seen that aerial thing that is a spiral? So, uh, like, sorry, you, I maybe. I think that you maybe have sent me something with that before. Somebody Probably. on one, I think. Yes. So one of those aerial arts where they're doing aerial movement on a, what looks like a metal coil mm -hmm. that spins at the same time that they're maneuvering on it. Wow. And um, I think about that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're on. Yeah, yeah, because when you're watching it, it looks so impossible and confusing. Yeah. yeah. And when I'm watching it, I feel very seen. <laughs> I'm just like, because the people that I'm watching doing it are really talented at it. So they look like confident and at mm. ease and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like what I want to feel. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, I feel a lot less, um, I'm wondering what the videos of people learning that look like, because I feel, yes, I was just thinking the same thing. And then also the thing that I know that you've said out of your mouth before in one of these conversations oh, about that people are doing it nervous and scared and worried Ooh. and and I was thinking about this myself the other day that the ways that I, I'm afraid that I'm being perceived by certain people but then I took myself a minute and I said wait a second how am I perceiving those people mm. and I think it's that right like that right you, you could be like oh well I want to feel confident and calm and grounded and stable and all of these things like that person does in that video however you we don't know mm. how that person felt in that video right it's yeah. just our perception of it they could have been very achy or bruised or having menstrual cramps or feeling like they're about to slip off at any moment Right. But they're they're just like, so but practiced. that was right. Maybe that was the that was the time that they like they got it or it looked mm -hmm. the best or we don't know. Yeah, yesterday they could have slid right off there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, thank you. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> I appreciate you. You're you're welcome. Uh, let's uh, let's sign off with that. Ooh, okay.